The Cardinals fall a little bit flat, losing 30 to 23 at home against the NFC West rival Los Angeles Rams. What does it mean immediately? What does it mean for the rest of the regular season? And what does it mean as we head down the stretch into the 2021 postseason? We'll answer it all. Alex Clancy, Bob Rock, Locked On Cardinals. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Follow the podcast at Locked on AZ Cards. Follow him at Bob Rack. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't already. Like 1,800 of you have. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for hanging out with us at halftime. Thank you for hanging out with us at the post-game show. Um, we love doing this, and thanks for being along for the ride. Thanks for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen. Um, free and available on all platforms. What we did love was the performance by the Arizona Cardinals on Monday Night Football in front of the big lights, in front of Steve Levy, in front of Lewis mm. Riddick, in front of, most importantly, Brian Greasy, who loves kickers more than anybody I've ever met if you watch the broadcast. A uh, lot to unpack here. Uh, first things first, immediate. As we were recording this podcast, all we know is that James Conner hurt himself in the second-to-last play of the game. DeAndre Hopkins uh, seemed to have some sort of whiplash or something on an incomplete pass down the left side of the field when Kyler Murray took a shot at uh, to him at the end zone before the Cardinals kicked the uh, field goal and then recovered the onside kick. That's all we know is that they didn't look great walking off the field, and we'll know more tomorrow, and we'll continue to talk about it as we find out more. But also immediately, the Cardinals fall to 10-3. and three. They moved to the three seed. We'll talk about the playoff race in the final segment. Takeaways, Bo, from what we just watched, aside yeah. from the fact that turnover, you can't turn the ball over against any NFL team, let alone a good NFL team, and expect to win. No, it was mistakes, missed opportunities for this team. It was uh, it was a bad night overall. I mean, anytime that they had just a sliver of an opportunity to take advantage, it, they fell short. And this is during a season where it seems like they've cashed in on all those opportunities, and they just couldn't get one to go their way. Uh, maybe the big fourth down play at the end of the game to uh, Christian Kirk to extend that drive. Maybe that was the one big play that they had. But other than that, you know, you got two picks from Kyler Murray and then you've got two turnovers on downs and you're just giving, uh, I, you know, I, Matt, Matthew Stafford was balling out on Monday night. He, he played really well. And the Rams offensive line played really well. And uh, they just came to play and the Arizona Cardinals just looked like they weren't prepared. And uh, it was just, it was, it was a rough one. It was a rough one. And, you know, 30 to 23, maybe the final score, not as if, uh, a big indication of how the Rams dominated this contest. Right. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy locked on Cardinals. Two fourth down uh, stops. The Cardinals have been so good on fourth down throughout the entire year. If you watch a live post game, Bo was um, in favor of going forward on fourth and one instead of kicking the field goal down 10 points. I kind of disagreed, but I understand his point. I looked at more of the fourth and short as, you know, goal line carries things closer to that in the red zone where you'd, where you'd give the opposing team a long field and not 
with the Cardinals being in a position to cut a two-score lead down to one with a long field goal. I mean, you could split hairs as long as you want. I mean, the, it was turnovers at inopportune times. The Cardinals have 11 turnovers at home. I believe it's two or three on the road. It just it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense that a team plays so flawlessly on, on the road, gets to the passer that the Cardinals really didn't do except for one or two times tonight, and then they can't get to the passer at home. Uh, it, it doesn't – I don't know. It, it, it's, a, it's an anomaly, but where we sit right now – it was really the turnovers that, would, that told the story of uh, of this game. The Cardinals had more total yards, more passing yards, at right around the same amount of penalties, you know, and and they were on the field for longer. Yeah. So when you throw an interception, whether it be tipped or not, in the red zone that keeps your team from scoring seven points, and when you throw an interception that gives the Rams a short field to turn into seven points, that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, you're just chasing them the entire time. You're playing. You're playing catch up, you know, in the first half and in the second half, you put yourself in that position where it was just, it, it was brutal. And it's not, it's not part of the game plan because we've seen these Arizona Cardinals teams in probably nine of their 10 wins really set the tone and, and take the early lead and, you know, and, and let the, the defense kind of eat early on. And then the offense get set up in, in a good position and cash in to where they had that opportunity to do it. Not once, but twice. They had the AJ Green on third down, big, you know, Kyler throws the ball on a blitz that uh, would he would have just had AJ Green wide open in the end zone. Was that in the first drive, right? That turned into three points for Matt Prater. That was his, his first field goal of the game. And then uh, and then you have the pick um, that, that the Arizona Cardinals would have taken a, a commanding lead early on. It's it's just it was just not their night. You know, we talk about the fourth downs. DeAndre Hopkins has a drop on fourth down. I mean, it was his first drop of the season. I think I saw on the broadcast that it was his first drop in the red zone in his career, which is absolutely absurd. Um, this was just a this was a beating. Like this is this is where you just kind of have to like suck up your pride and just kind of tip your cap to the Los Angeles Rams, unfortunately, because it does, I like doing it. I'm sure you don't like doing it. I like Cardinals fans like doing it, but right that on Monday night football, the Rams were the better team. Yeah. And this isn't the college football playoff. They're not looking for style points. They're not relating, relying on people for rankings. It's a loss. They lost at home. It's a division opponent. They're still 10 and three. They're still one of the best teams in football, but right now it stings. And again, the health of James Connor and DeAndre Hopkins. And who would have thought that I'm about to say this more importantly, James Connor than DeAndre Hopkins. Mm. Like, 50-50, I still think that the that the the uh target that the share, the revenue share is a little bit slimmer than we thought it would be uh, regarding uh, difference in percentages. Chase Edmonds on on pace to play tonight, they ended up holding him out. He was most likely play on Sunday. Hopefully he'll have James Conner in the backfield with him and hopefully number 10 will be out there on Sunday as well for Detroit or, uh, against Detroit. Alex Nancy Brobock locked on Cardinals. What does it mean for the rest of the season, that part of our podcast will be coming up in just a second. But you listen to podcasts for the power of knowledge. You switch, to, you switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. Because with Boost, you get the power of a free 5G phone so you can listen to all the latest episodes of Locked on Cardinals. The power of three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line so your family can harness all that brain power too. And the power of one of America's largest 5G networks so you can do it all from the speed of 5G. With all that money you'll save and all the knowledge you'll gain, just how powerful will you become? Well, Brock, 
Switch to Boost Mobile and find out. Get a free Samurai Galaxy Samurai Samsung Galaxy Galaxy A32 5G. It's been a long day. When you switch to one of America's largest 5G networks, more power to save. Boost Mobile. Free phone limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offers and coverage not available everywhere or for all phones or networks. See BoostMobile.com for details, Bo. Yeah, more... Uh- more positive news following an Arizona Cardinals loss, Super Bowl 56 at SoFi is less than 100 days away. And on location, the official hospitality partner of the NFL is the only place to score a once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package. Select your exact seats. Choose from the elite experiences featuring an exclusive pregame celebration with NFL legends, five-star LA hotels, and food by the great Wolfgang Puck. Visit onlocationexp.com slash SB56 for more information or search Super Bowl on location. That's super. That's onlocationexp.com slash SB56 or search Super Bowl on location. Second segment, Locked on Cardinals. Thank you again for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen every day, free and available on all platforms. We talked about the immediate now we're going to talk about for the rest of the season, briefly, overview, Cardinals 10-3. and three. They have a one-game lead over in the NFC West. I believe they own the tiebreaker because the Cardinals' inner division record is better than the Rams because the Rams have multiple losses. Let's talk interdivisionally quickly. The Cardinals play Seattle again, and that's it in the division. Okay, Do the Cardinals have a schedule that lends you to think that they'll still win the NFC West. I mean, it's going to come down to overall record, right? I mean, it's it's the tiebreaker right there with that they can hang over the Rams right now as far as how they perform within the division. But, you know, first and foremost, it's going to be overall record. And now you look sure, at the obviously, obviously, sorry. Yeah. I meant if they tie, like the Cardinals tiebreaker-wise yeah, yeah. was all I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. If they had the same record. Right. And, um... Look, if they if they if they catch up with the Cardinals, I mean that's your worst that's worst case scenario. But right now, regardless of what happens, I mean you're staring down a super wild card weekend playoff game with if you win the division or not. I mean it was a it was a it was a costly loss. You slipped from one to three. Somehow the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers schedule is viewed as stronger than the Arizona Cardinals, and that's why they're sitting at two. But you know it's. And if if the if you slip into the the muck that is below the top three guys or top four, I guess Dallas is there at four. It's just uh, it's it's an ugly place to be, and you don't want to be there after having such an incredible start to the season. It's when you look at teams right now. There are teams like Tampa Bay. There's teams like L.A. who I think they proved last night that they're gearing up for when it means the most. You know, they might have some ugly losses on on the record. The loss to the Niners, they got blown out by the Cardinals. They got some bad L's, but they seem to be trending at the right time. The Arizona Cardinals want to be one of those teams, not one of those teams that kind of just rest on their laurels and rest on their early wins from the season. You got to start to trend and, and gear your roster and your decision-making and everything towards playing in January. Yeah, and let's not over or understate this if the cardinals win the division that still doesn't mean that they couldn't play the rams or the 49ers in the first round or the seahawks for that matter in the first round Seahawks. so taking yeah the seahawks are only one game out of the seven spot oh, they suck okay but they they're only one the game out of the seven they're, spot. Gonna, they're gonna beat the rams and the cardinals to i don't know 
Crazier <laughs> things have happened. I'm just saying that there's still a, a more than just a mathematical chance that mm -hmm. all four NFC West teams make the playoffs. I think. Okay. Yeah. So I digress. Um, taking care of business, Colts, Cowboys, everything just gets magnified a little bit more now. Cardinals are going to yeah. make the playoffs. And you're right. You don't want to back into the playoffs and finish 11 and 6. Something like that, where you start ten and two, you start seven and zero, oh, you start ten and two, and then you kind of lollygag your way through because week eighteen is going to be a tough game in Seattle, regardless of what happens. It's going to kind of be flipped when the Cardinals used to go in there and wreck their playoff scenario. Um, when when the Cardinals were out of playoff contention, it just kind of puts things in perspective a little bit, mm -hmm. and there's a little bit less margin for error. Whatever cliche you want to put in right now, the Cardinals' job just got tougher. And you know, at least they didn't lose to the Lions. Or like, if if Car if Kyler Murray were there, the Panthers had full strength. Like, this wasn't a bad loss. It was an underwhelming loss, but at least they lost to a team that has the notoriety for being a successful organization, at least over the last handful of years. So tough game. They didn't play great. On to Detroit, and then hopefully on to the two or three seed if they can, if they can hold Pat. I mean, who know, crazy things happen towards the tail end of the season, anyways. Yeah, the, the Cardinals just need to use this upcoming week as a as a get right game. Like they do. I mean, you, you're getting your stars back into the lineup against Chicago, and and they were able to have some successful plays, and and you know they they take out the Bears pretty easily, and then this game, kind of a couple sloppy performances. I don't think anybody would disagree with that, but I think that Detroit gives you a huge opportunity, much like L.A. experienced last week against Jacksonville, to get to really kind of right the ship against a bad team and to do it without really having to put any anything like on the line as far as uh, playing guys who shouldn't play. And we'll see what happens. I mean, if it's an opportunity as much as you'd like to get the two-headed running back room back out there, Chase Edmonds and, and James Conner, if James Conner just needs to sit out this game, you know, good. You got Chase Edmonds pretty much pretty close to, to playing. The run game, I think, is going to be big uh, because they struggled so mightily on first down, I thought on Monday night football, get the run game going. Uh, and, and as much as it would have been nice to have both your guys back, just get it, you know, with whoever's healthy on Sunday against Detroit in week 15. And my mistake, the Cardinals finished the, finished the season at home. They finished the season at home. They don't finish the season in Seattle. My, I'm just, it's I'm just used to them finishing the season in Seattle over the last handful of years. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow him at Bob Rack. Follow me at Clancy's corner. Follow the podcast at locked on AZ cards. What does this loss by the Cardinals mean for the playoff picture? We're going to give a way too early, just little glimpse into what shifted after week 14 of the NFL season. Alex Clancy, Bob Rock, locked on Cardinals. First, founded in 2009, Stance Apparel represents a radical reinvention of socks, underwear, and active apparel. Bo loves Stance Apparel. Loves it. With a sharp focus on comfort, quality, and creativity, Stance brings an atypical aesthetic alongside some of the pop culture's hottest collaborators for the ultimate in style and self-expression. Because everything you wear should be a, a direct extension of who you are and how you feel. What are your favorite designs? So, some current collaborators with Stance are Wu-Tang Clan, The Goonies, one of Bo's favorites, Star Wars, yuck, uh, just kidding, The Office, Harry Potter, Disney, Marvel, Bob Marley, Major League Baseball, the NBA, etc. Bo, how many stance pairs of socks do you have? 
think I have six six pair now. I got some beast okay. boys. I've got some good colorful mm. de- designs. To go up snowboarding in. They're so- I mean, they're they're warm. They're comfortable. They're perfect, man. I got. I th- also have some '90s Bulls ones. Scotty Pippen, Dennis Ooh. Rodman. You got the worm on your socks. You're feeling. You're feeling <laughs> fly. You're walking with a little extra confidence, and you're walking comfortably. Stance believes that the perfect fit matters more than fitting in. Uh, that those who feel good do good. Go see for yourself. Register for an account at stance.com and get 15% off your first purchase. Use promo code locked on at checkout to apply. Enjoy the color and comfort of a life less ordinary with stance. <laughs> You're such a nerd. Locked on Cardinals, Alex Clancy, Bo Brock. I always think of, I mean, is there a better musical element attached to any team? in the history of sport mm. than the Bulls intro. Was that Alan Parsons project? That, yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the quintessential opening, you know, of everything. Like, yeah. Yeah. No doubt about it. I mean, a close second is jock jams in my senior <laughs> high school basketball team. Okay. A close second. You, know, you remember when you used to run around the gym, you used to run around yeah. the outside. Yeah. You play baseball. It doesn't really count. Alex Lindsay, Bo Brock, Locked on Cardinals. Cardinals fall 30-23 to Los Angeles. Rams falling to 10-3. and Rams moving to 9-4, and inching ever so close to the top of the NFC West. The San Francisco 49ers are playing a lot better. The Seahawks couldn't be playing worse, so they're playing better after stringing together a win or two. The NFC West is shaping up to not look exactly like we thought it would, but down the stretch, it could get a little weird. Now, looking at the, yeah. the NFL, the NFC playoff picture, as it currently sits right now, jumping over to the AFC quickly, there are 13 teams within like there are 13 teams that can make the playoffs 13. There's only 16 in that division, obviously conference 13 and the Cleveland Browns, the Cincinnati Bengals and Denver Broncos are all seven and six with looking out from the outside in to the playoffs. Uh, The NFC is a little weirder. There's 11 teams. Six and seven. Washington is sitting there right now with Minnesota, Philly, Atlanta, and New Orleans behind them. Seattle at five and eight. I'm telling you, they're probably going to make the playoffs with how bad the other teams are that are ahead of them. The Cardinals are sitting at the three spot right now, Bo. They would start their playoff plight against the San Francisco 49ers. Like it's going to be NFC Westy in the playoffs. It's going to be super duperly NFC Westy. So the Cardinals probably have to get to the two seed to maybe circumvent an NFC West team. But I'm just going to ask you, let's just do this because the Cardinals lost. That sucks. They didn't play very well. Instead of talking uh, looming, looming gloom all show, what team would you most like to see in the first round of the playoffs for the Cardinals? A playoff contending team, not just say the Lions. Yeah, I mean, I think you'd like to see Washington I think you'd like to see Philly, who's on the outside looking in. You'd like to see Atlanta, That's a good one. who's at six and seven. You'd like to see New Orleans. Um, I just think that those are some teams that are very beatable. They're very flawed. Uh, they they kind of just have if they're going to win, like things have to go perfectly for those squads. Uh, you, you know, I think San Francisco scares you, even though the Arizona Cardinals have a pair of wins against them. And then, yeah, you really don't want to see, you know, Los Angeles if if fifth overall right now. That that would be a brutal team to pull in round one because we know how much talent is on that roster. Man, everything changed tonight. It just yeah. still kind of uh let me ask you this though, as far as as far as the loss, 
Who do you feel like stood out who, who, who didn't underperform? I mean, we saw the two picks from Kyler. I don't think anybody would say Kyler uh, performed up to his standards, but who, who stood out to you? Marco Wilson. Uh, Marco Wilson looked good. He was a, a hair on his hand away from picking off that pass that ended up being a, cut, a touchdown to Cooper Cup. Like, the dude is balling, and you, and you, you heard some of uh, – some anecdote from Vance Joseph via one of the reporters about how they saw him as a first-round talent. Uh, I think he's going to be really good. I think he's going to supplant Robert Alford as a CB2 if he hasn't already. I think we've found somebody that Steve Kime has drafted in the later rounds is going to make an impact, and they traded up for him. It seems He seems that he's been right so far. He's got a little ways to go, but he's playing more impactful football than Byron Murphy did his rookie year, I think pretty oh, yeah. much by a long shot. You know, and the Cardinals defense, the Cardinals offense wasn't as good. So obviously, they're varying circumstances. But I would say if we're going to get sneaky, I'd probably say Marco Wilson. I mean, Jalen Thomas got burned a couple yeah. times deep. Um, James Conner, but that's kind of expected at this point. Sean Harlow played an atrocity of a football game. It's not the necessarily fair line. with, yeah, the just wasn't good. The line was rough, man. It was, Justin Pugh was active, but didn't play. So I yeah. don't really understand what happened there. I think we'll we'll get to unpack that as Cliff and, and others get interviewed after the game. Yeah, I thought that um let's talk about speak uh, Matt Prater. Matt Prater was three yeah. for three on his field goals, a pair from 50 plus yards, and he converts on the onside kick. I mean, you couldn't ask for a better performance from your kicker in that game. And after a rough performance, he missed three field goals against Seattle. Two or three field goals he missed against Seattle, and he's bounced back since then. And a, a guy that you can really rely up upon, you can kind of throw that game out the window. Uh, he's going to be money when when you need him, when you call upon him. And we can argue until we're blue in the face about whether or not you send him out there on fourth down. I mm -hmm. still think it's the right move. But uh, I thought Prater, he played pretty well. And uh, and then AJ Green, you know, seven catches, 100 yards. Sure. But then there's some there, there's just some weird plays with AJ Green. Like you feel like he's just not on the same page with Kyler all the time. It's just odd to me. But. Well, there was that weird. It was the play of the game, like a standout play of the game. Sure, it was it was the deep ball to Van Jefferson, but Cardinal centric yeah. was the Kyler, um, you know, scurry to the right and find AJ Green. AJ Green making a ridiculous catch over his head, uh, you know, that saved a long a long down situation. And you're right, like I'm telling you, Kyler Murray and Christian Kirk's plays. A lot of them are just feel. They look at each other before he snaps it, and they know what's happening because they worked out. They worked together for so long, like they've had the reps. I am a firm believer that if Christian Kirk had was on the outside on that play, he would have gone outside and caught the ball in the corner of the end zone for a touchdown when AJ Green went in. They've only had eight games together. Yeah, you know, like it's just it took it took DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray a long time to to get to get really right and to get on each other. And some may say they're not even there yet. Yeah, you know, it's also an odd stat is Andy Lee punted once for the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, that, that you've got. As we mentioned, you've got the four turnovers, two turnovers mm -hmm. and downs, and two picks. So the offense, as far as moving the football, they didn't really have a lot of, you know, they didn't struggle to move the football outside of, you know, turning it over. And they look, the Arizona Cardinals, their success level, they're not going to have the luck that Lamar Jackson's had with his Baltimore Ravens teams where he could throw, he can overcome four, two, three picks in a game. It's just they don't have that margin for error. Uh, and, you know, playing against the Rams team, it's definitely not happening. So just an ugly game, but man, it was so costly. Three, three. I mean, now you're, now you're hanging on. You got to obviously take care of business against, uh, 
Detroit. Now I think Indy and in Dallas, two teams that you're like, okay, you know, they could lose to those teams. Now you have to win those games. You just have to take care of business against those teams that uh, are no slouches by any means. That Dallas Cowboys game is, well, first of all, the weird game on Christmas, anything could happen. That's going to be a weird game. Yeah. It's going to be a weird game. You're supposed to be with your family. It's on Saturday night. It's just this. The rest of the season is going to be weird. It's just going to be I mean, weird. It's uh, it's at least in Arizona. I don't know if you, we can say that yeah. anymore with the team being three and three at home, but you know, <laughs> in an odd circumstance like that. But I don't know. I've been kind of following that Colts team on Hard Knocks. They they seem like they're a prepared group, and uh, I don't know. I mean, it's just a bad matchup. You're going to have to turn Carson Wentz over, and he's cap he's fully capable of that. But. You know, the throws that we talk about with Matthew Stafford, two of his three touchdown passes were unbelievable. The Van Jefferson deep pass and then that Cooper Cup one. I don't know mm -hmm. how he got it through Marco Wilson's hands, but uh, he he had time. He wasn't under duress. So you, you just got to keep bringing the pressure. Uh, Chandler Jones, Marcus Golden was kind of quiet tonight or on Monday night. So got to get that pass rush, dial that back up the next coming couple weeks. The Arizona Cardinals go to Dallas in week 17. The Sunday night football game that week is Minnesota at Green Bay. If Green Bay loses one or two more games before then, unless Fox has the exact, the told, like, you know that Jerry's going to call Raj and be like, that's our game. That's yeah. our game. So watch the Cardinals to have two primetime games, most likely out of their final four, yeah. to see where they're going to set up for the 2021 playoffs and the next iteration of what Cliff's got and how good, how MVP ish Kyler Murray is. We're going to find out there's going to be a lot of moments that they can go in and take from the opposing team. This season is by no means over. Yeah. It's a crap box night tonight on Monday night football. And I know you're watching this on Tuesday. We're recording this Monday night. McVay nine and one now against the Cardinals. Yeah, and uh, the the quarterback that they're facing for the team that's coming up seven and one career against the Arizona Cardinals, but come on, Jared Goff, let's show expose Jared Goff. Don't don't lose to him while he's wearing a Lions uniform. I will leave you with this: <laughs> that was Matthew Stafford's first win in his career over a team that's five games over five hundred or more, and wow. he's been in the league since the millennium. Okay. <laughs> That was the first one. He was one in 17. I bid you adieu. Alex Clancy, Bob Rock, Locked on Cardinals. We'll talk to you tomorrow.